weeks, it's Wednesday, September 15th, 2021. Coming up on the program today, taking your sex doll out on a date in public. Plus, giving up on your semen retention streak. Stephen Asante is certified fat seven days a week and extreme abortion trash talk. All this coming up today. Hello? Hello, how are you today? Fine. Can I get your first name and your birth date, please? No. Who's calling? I'm Cleo. Can I please have your first name only and your birth date, please? No. I don't know who you are or why you're... I'm Miss Cleo. You're a Libra, aren't you, darling? No. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I I don't mean to sidetrack your question here, but... Outside influences I'm seeing around you by the moon card. Oh, who told you to call? Cleo. I know, but why are you calling me? <laughs> I want you to really remember the pill, all right? Remember what? I want you to really remember the pill, all right? But isn't this costing a lot of money? Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing some forgetting, possibly. And I'm seeing a new baby in the next three months. You're way off track. Oh, my goodness. Is there a gentleman in your life? No. Is he incarcerated? No. Did he used to play football when he was in high school? No. Yeah, that's the daddy. You have a good life now. You have the wrong person. I love you. That's what, no, and it's a girl, by the way. You have the wrong person. Well, I know this doesn't make sense, but you know that things always happen for a reason. Don't you agree? I know, but this costs a fortune, this phone call. (laughs) Who is paid for them? I love you. You're a Libra, aren't you, darling? No. Yep. No, I'm not. Yep. Uh Uh-uh. Yep. No. Yep. No. The Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. I'm a sucker for other people's pain. Fuck you if you're not from Palm Beach County. I was only like 10 minutes getting home last night. How oh, you think I'd absolutely been raped? Try new peanut butter eggs. Drunken Negro face cookies. It's just a fun thing. All right, Tim back here with you for the Wednesday show. Have a great program for you today. At the top of the show, I want to talk just for a moment about uh, the hobby of collecting things. First of all, this is the lamest of hobbies, and I'm a collector. You know what I collect? Probably one of the lamest things you can collect, old soda cans. But as a hobby, even I will admit, it's a big fucking waste of time. Some people have hobbies that are admirable. My hobby is woodworking. And you look at what these people create, beautiful chests and drawers and tables and stuff. That's a nice hobby to have. You're making something. If your hobby is working out, health and fitness, you you know, you're improving your life in some demonstrable way. There are plenty of hobbies that aren't a total waste of time, like learning to play the guitar. You know, I don't know, dexterity with your fingers. You get good. You can sing at parties, bring joy to people or whatever. All I can do with my can collection is say, hey, remember that diet soda called Tab? Did you know they made a clear version of that for a year? Want to see it? At least my hobby of collecting soda cans is relatively inexpensive. I'm not going into massive debt buying, you know, $10 soda cans on eBay. You know, I told you guys that my cousin or second cousin or third cousin, I don't know how I'm related to him. 
we might not even really be related. Could just be like a family friend of my parents. I don't know. Anyway, he uh, was the Guinness Book of World Records holder for the biggest collection of Funko Pops. I mean, this is a guy with a real problem. You're entering Beanie Baby Mania territory. Oh, if you guys were not alive in the late 90s, you missed out on one of the stupidest fads in human existence. They were like little, I mean, I've talked about this before, I'm sure, little beanbag stuffed animal things and, you know, the company would issue new ones like, you know, Quacky the Duck. And then six months later, they would retire Quacky the Duck. You could no longer buy Quacky the Duck ever again. And people would lose their goddamn minds trying to track down Quacky the Duck. There were magazines, like like speculative magazines, like, uh, yeah, according to our research, in the next six months, Quacky the Duck prices are going to go up 200%. People would buy buy and sell bean bean bag toys like they were stocks on the stock market. And people uh, bought so many, they thought they were going to retire on uh, all the money they were going to make from these uh, beanie babies. I was watching a documentary on it. And it was really about uh, this company. And the name of the company was Ty. That, that's who made the Beanie Babies. Ty's big mistake. Their thinking was, you know, anytime we retire one of these fucking dumb animals, people buy out the entire stock. Prices go through the roof. Why don't we just retire all of our Beanie Babies? Just shut this fucking thing down. And sure enough, people went apeshit. You know, like when the news broke, like, Ty is going to retire the entire line of Beanie Babies. Ah! It was mass pandemonium. They even released a special goodbye bear. It's like all good things, bear, you know, come to an end. So you have to be a complete idiot to think the company was just going to retire their line of Beanie Babies and then what, shut the company down? Yeah, we had a good run. We're making billions of dollars. We're just going to retire the entire line and pack it up, call it a day. No, of course not. They retire their entire line. Then what, six months later, they came out with new Beanie Baby toys. And people, again, lost their mind for another reason. They're like, what? (laughs) I thought we were done with this shit. Now they're flooding the market with new Beanie Baby toys. And like the the, the prices for all of the old Beanie Baby toys like plummeted because no one cared about them. People lost, like, their their entire retirement or their kids' college funds. Oh, it was hilarious. I mean, that just sort of illustrates how even an inexpensive hobby, you know, these Beanie Babies were, what, five or six bucks? It could still ruin and consume your life. And then we've got the people who collect sex dolls. The multi-thousand dollar real dolls. You would think one would be enough if you were going to use them for their intended purpose. You're horny. Women won't fuck you. This is the next best thing. There are, though, people that collect them. I don't know why. I don't know why you need so many of these things. It's got to go beyond just fucking them. You know, if it's just a case of uh, you getting bored with your sex doll, put a different color wig on her. Unscrew her head and put a different one on. I don't know. Aren't these fucking things modular? They should be. Well, one of these sex doll collectors is named Jay Hefner. He refers to himself as the Doll King. He's got a YouTube channel where he shows off his dolls. And I don't know the reason for his collection. I don't know if he's using all of them, if he just likes the way they look, if he's a collector, if he wants to get in the Guinness Book of World Records, who knows? 
Let's have Jay speak for himself here. Um, I'm going to play one of his videos. This is actually Jay responding to a question from a viewer. People always ask me, especially uh, women, why are all my sex dolls white? Oh, yeah, I should say Jay is a black man, and yeah, it appears a lot of his dolls are white. It's just a preference. Leave him alone. Well, for one, the beautiful Kimber doll, they only come one way. You can't change them. And they do come uh, of the fair complexion. Now, my first choice, uh, what time I had a choice, was with my WM doll. And I chose a tan complexion. And that was actually the doll I bought first. But she got here second. So, to make a long story short, I didn't choose my first doll to be black. And they probably won't choose my second or third doll to be black. Because the truth is, when you're getting a doll, it's like a fantasy. You're living in a fantasy world. And I, and living in Memphis, you don't get a chance to do a lot of mud tricultural dating. See? Racism is still alive and well. This poor guy would love to fuck a white broad. When you live in Tennessee, though, it's just not in the cards. So you got to order yourself a sex doll, a white sex doll. And I've always wanted to do that. And so, therefore, uh, my first doll is going to represent a lot of different nations, a lot of different cultures. <laughs> I'm like the UN of fucking. Uh, so I can experience a lot of different things through my dogs. And uh, I do plan on getting a, a, a black dog yeah. or a, a dog, a complected dog. All you sisters, calm down. He's not a self-hating black man or anything like that. Uh, at a certain time in my collection. But it won't be first only because I've experienced that time and time again. Yeah. So, if he wants to fuck a black woman, he'll fuck a black woman. It's all about fantasy. Uh, nothing more, nothing less. Uh, and I'm sure... This is why we need to teach critical race theory in our schools. Racism is everywhere. I would love to go, go to a school board meeting and then reference this video as a reason why critical race theory needs to be taught. There's a lot of other people... I know a man in Memphis, Tennessee, who all he wants to do is fuck a white woman, and he can't. Because of society, he's forced to buy $5,000 sex dolls. They probably start off with different dolls of, of different ethnicities just because they haven't been around that, that yeah. much. So, uh, it's you don't have to explain yourself, Jay. Well, you don't have to explain yourself about uh, why you have a white sex doll. I do want to question you about taking your sex dolls out in public, which is something he does. I believe in one of his most recent videos, uh, this was just posted a couple days ago, he went out to get burgers with one of his uh, companion dolls. Hey, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy, J.D.I. King Hefner and the beautiful Tsunade Star, and you guessed it, man. Tsunade Star is the name of his sex doll. We out on another adventure. They're in the car. She's in the passenger seat wearing a seatbelt, being safe. Thank God she's not driving. And this one right here, man, look. I don't even know how this one gonna turn out, but we plan on going down here on Bill, uh, getting us a burger at this nice little place. I was really feeling for Jay when he was like, look, I would like to date a white woman, but that's just, it's just not possible in Memphis, Tennessee. It's too conservative here. How the hell do you think they're gonna respond to you bringing a white sex doll into a diner? That's gonna turn some heads, right? I've been wanting to go to for years. It's called Dyes Burger, and uh, they're supposed to have one of the best burgers in the world. And I 
have never tried it living here all this time so we're gonna go down here see how it go and guess what we're taking y'all with us you know how people have support animals maybe he could get away with saying this is his support companion i don't know now jay does not uh sling tsunade over his shoulders and carry her he places her in a wheelchair which may satisfy some like weird crippled fantasy of his too. I don't know. Hey, what up, y'all? It's your boy J. Dog King Heffern and the beautiful Sunade Star, man. We're making our way through this parking garage right now because we <laughs> don't feel like waiting on this elevator. And I can't lie, I got to be careful because I don't need her falling. Yeah, she's not strapped in to, to the wheelchair. They do make it to the burger joint. And by the way, check out the chapter artwork right now. You can see them sitting together in a booth. He's got his arm around her as he's ordering. The audio, there's a lot of background noise. It's very loud, so I don't know what you can hear, but. I already know what I want. Because me and her uh, on, online before we got here. And I think I want that triple, triple. With everything on it. And it comes with what, fries? Do you think he's going to order for her? If you look at the sex doll, here's my problem with the sex doll. While it is uh, full size-ish, the head of the sex doll looks very small in comparison to the rest of her body. It doesn't, it don't look right. That poor server. The server didn't know. Like, is the sex doll going to order some food, too? Two cups for the Sprite? Oh, you fucking asshole. (laughs) It's very loud. Uh, So after they get done eating, he takes his girlfriend, you know, in the wheelchair and uh, is heading back to the car. And then some guy just starts grabbing her tits. Uh, no, no, no. It's not, it's, 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 it's not a thing. It's, a, it's, it's my girl. It's your girl. It's, it's my girl. Bella T. No, no, not a sex doll. dog. Oh, my God. Nipple. Yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa. Hey. Yeah, he got a little too handsy. It's one thing to grab her tits, but then the guy starts pulling down her shirt to pop the boob out. It's like my girlfriend. Right, right. I don't mind you. Then later on, he gets uh, stopped again by another person. Hey, yeah, this is my girl here. So now they stop, man. Great to meet y'all. He seems very friendly, and actually, the sex doll is quite the conversation starter. You might actually meet a real woman this way. Well, probably not. I don't want to get carried away here, but still, he seems like a nice guy. That is Jay and his sex dolls, and my, he has a lot of videos on his channel. He's very proud of his collection. I'll provide a link on the show notes today if you want to uh, check out his work. Moving on, there has been this trend recently where celebrities will come out and just say, you know what, I don't shower very often. It's a weird flex. Not sure what they're trying to accomplish. Most recently it was uh, who? Uh, Mila Kunis. She said that her and her husband, Ashton, they don't uh, shower a lot. They're stinking up their house. Ashton made an appearance on uh, game day talking about, I don't know, college football or something. And I guess the large crowd in the stands had heard 
about this uh, recent revelation, and uh, they had something to say about uh, it. I'm working on a, a, a new charity project right now. It's called Outside Wine. Um, and the whole idea is... You have to listen closely, but the crowd is all chanting, take a shower. A, a new charity project right now. It's called Outside Wine. Um, and the whole idea is... At the end of the day, like, we can look at the... I double-checked to make sure that this wasn't just audio added in afterwards. And sure enough, there were tons of news stories about this. Oh, lots of coverage. Football fans came for Ashton Kutcher's bathing habits during his appearance on ESPN's College Game Day on Saturday. After hearing Kutcher, 43, originally predicted the Colorado Buffaloes would beat uh, Texas A&M, the crowd started booing loudly, and then those boos turned into a chant. Take a shower. The heckling was in reference to uh, Kutcher and his wife, Mila, revealing they only bathe their two children when they see dirt on them. He also admitted of his own hygiene habits, I wash my armpits and my crotch daily. Really kind of doing the bare minimum there. Uh, nothing else. I got to borrow Lever 2000 that delivers every time. Ding! So Ashton Kutcher is stinking up the place. <laughs> Moving on, a couple other random clips for you. Uh, here is a YouTuber by the name of Lone Wolf 87 He's in a bit of a mood in this video as he's uh, driving somewhere. The video is titled Vicious Black Pill Rant. I'm so sick of these pills. I don't know the difference between being red-pilled, blue-pilled, black-pilled. I think this has something to do with hating women. So I think he's an incel. I can't believe I'm about to say this shit, but I, I think I hate women. Sounds like he's heading back from a bad date. I do. I think I hate women. I really do. They will find any excuse to stop talking to your ass. Because you're not interesting to them. Maybe you're the problem. They will flake on you. They will ghost on you. They treat the ugly guys like shit. These guys always expect women to treat ugly guys well. Be nice to them. Meanwhile, are they nice to ugly girls? Probably not. Tyrone's chads don't have to do nothing. They could be assholes. They could spit on these bitches' faces. Chads are so fucking cool. You know, they could fuck their best friends. Mm -hmm. You know, they could kill little kids, kidnap little kids, molest little kids. Oh, wait, what? That escalated. <laughs> You know, beat they woman's asses and still get forgiven at the end of the day because women are stupid. They have good genetics. I fuck. You know what? Fuck. Fuck women. Fuck all of them. Fuck all of them. I mean, okay. You, the most of these women in the dating game. Fuck all of them. Fuck all of them. I ain't talking about your mamas or your aunties and all that. Shit, or your grandma. <laughs> I'm talking about these women that's in the dating game. Just fuck. the hoes, basically. I think this guy is also one of those uh, semen retention dudes. Yeah, he doesn't want to masturbate, and he wants to save up his energy until he can, uh, you know, use it on a woman. You know, I'm about to go home. I'm about to go to Pornhub. I'm about to end my streak because I don't give a shit right now. I don't care. <laughs> He's just frustrated. You're saying a lot of things you don't mean, man. Come on. You can't give up your streak. You gotta stay strong. Because I don't give a shit right now. I don't care. Why am I holding on to my seed for? For what? For what? For some a little bit of energy just to be more angry? <laughs> Why am I doing that shit? Fuck these women. Fuck you, Chads. Fuck you, Tyrones. Fuck you, Chad Fuck you, Chad Rodriguez, motherfuckers. <laughs> Fuck all y'all. Fuck all you motherfuckers, for real.
This life is fucking retarded as hell. If this was the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s, I have a wife. I have some kids by now. Fuck all these dating apps. I keep telling you guys the 90s was the greatest decade ever. Fuck social media. Fuck everything. For real. For real. Okay. For real. For real. That's Lone Wolf not doing so well. May have to subscribe to his YouTube channel. May have a new U-Tard on our hands here. Finally, before we get into the news today, our good friend Stephen Asante is back. He's been pretty active on TikTok. Most recently, he recorded his version of Wet Ass Pussy. Fat fuck in this house. There's a fat fuck in this house. There's a fat fuck in this house. I said certified fat. Seven days a week. 365 days. Give me that pizza, bitch. Yeah. He's just sort of sitting down up against the wall. It's very low effort. I remember uh, back in the the golden era of Stephen Asante when he would uh, do covers of like My Humps. My lovely lady, he would get up and he would shake that. He would twerk that big fat ass of his. Yeah, yeah, you now fl- he just flashes that megawatt smile of his. That one tooth in his head. Uh, this fat motherfucker, shove a pizza in my mouth for this fat motherfucker. Give me all the pizzas in the world for this fat motherfucker. Yeah. Book me on a cameo. For some fun. This was just an ad for Cameo. Shameless. Business must not exactly be booming. He's running a special. You can get a a personalized Cameo for $10 with fast turnaround time. Halloween is coming up. You can scare the shit out of a loved one. It is shocking to see Steven's face like this. You hit play on a video. ah, He does sort of have a jack-o'-lantern smile. Little plug for Stephen Asante's cameo there. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. And I'm fucked up news. Not a member of the Distorted View Sideshow. What are you waiting for? Help support this stupidity. Become a true and honorable freak today. Go to superfreaksideshow.com. Sign up for a monthly, quarterly, semi annual, yearly, or even a lifetime membership. There are plenty of options. Monthly memberships are $6.99, and then you can save money if you operate quarterly, semi-annual, or yearly. When you sign up, you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. Been at this podcast since December 2004. There are thousands of past programs in the archive. More importantly, every week we do brand new exclusive shows. Yesterday, I did a Sideshow exclusive podcast, and tomorrow I'll be doing another one. It's a great time to sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. Other ways to support DV, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distorted view. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge $5, you get access to a special voicemail line. If you pledge $20, occasionally I send out uh, physical goodies, right? I get your address, send out some DV merchandise. As a matter of fact, in September, I'm doing just that. I'm going to start working on that uh, this weekend. So there should be a Patreon post with details on what you freaks will be getting in the mail, so be on the lookout for that. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, a softball player was mocked by a rival team who claimed his wife's miscarriage was actually an abortion. Well, that is just taking trash talk to a new hilarious level. And you know what? It did rattle the guy. He was totally off his game. Two players of LSR softball had drawn a coat hanger on a ball in a sick prank during a tournament in Salt Lake City. 
The man confronted the team from Indiana and uh, spoke to what appears to be a referee. He said, they're starting a rumor that we had an abortion. Spectators were horrified. I think I have some video here. The guy confronting the referee. We had an abortion, and it was somebody else's day on my team's page. She cheated on the abortion to hide it. They put a fucking hanger on the ball to say that we had an abortion. Yeah, he's holding up the ball with the hanger on it. Right? I'm fucking with it. If you want to kick me out of here, I don't give a shit. I'm going to fucking kill somebody. I can say that. They put a fucking hanger on the ball saying we had an abortion. We had a fucking miscarriage. You piece of shit. All of you are fucking guilty of being a part of this shit. It was later found out the softball was just a promotional item from one of the league's sponsors, Salty's 24-Hour Dry Cleaning. That's why there was a clothes hanger depicted on the ball. Your wife has a miscarriage and all of a sudden you're Mr. Sensitive. Uh, no, it, it was not a promotional softball item. Uh, spectators of the game rushed to social media to slam the team's alleged actions. One woman wrote on Facebook, I refuse to let this get shoved under the rug. I've never witnessed such evil. Really? Yeah, someone sharpieing a clothes hanger on a softball is pretty much the same thing as genocide in Darfur. Actually, this coat hanger thing is a little more evil because it happened to a Christian man and it has to do with a baby, a dead baby. Never in a million years would I think other women would make a joke about someone losing a child. Something so emotionally detrimental. Not only did this affect my teammate and some of my closest friends, but many others in the stands and ballpark. For people who could wear the LSR name on their shirt after something like this makes me sick. Later, the team made a statement on Facebook. <laughs> Here comes damage control. There's... A uh, spokesperson said, in regards to the terrible events that took place on Sunday during a women's game, two people took it upon themselves to draw on a ball that was not part of the team ball bag. Upon finding out who created the drawing, those players were immediately sent home and removed from all uh, LSR rosters. The current players, coaches, and sponsors had no knowledge of this said ball or that it was in the game being used. Our deepest apologies go to the Hopkins family for their grief and heartache it has created for them. I guess I'm the biggest asshole here because my first thought was, you know what they should do at the very next game? At the beginning, when everyone stands for the national anthem, instead of the national anthem. Why did you kill me, mommy? They play this classic number. When Never go wrong with Lil Marky. Second story we have for you to jump. This one comes from the UK. A trio of female thieves with 16 children between them went shoplifting at Blue Water Shopping Center. They stole about $3,500 worth of perfume. And then when one of the shoplifters, who all identified themselves as Orthodox Christian Roma women, are those gypsies? Sounds like something a gypsy woman would do. All right. When one of them was asked why they did it, she replied, uh, the devil possessed me. Devil is a huge Elizabeth Arden fan. Is, is Elizabeth Arden still like a popular perfume brand? Or is that something like from my mom's era? 
shit only old ladies wear. My favorite, my mom's favorite perfume uh, was Red Door. Yeah, and sure enough, it is an Elizabeth Arden scent. I don't know if it like that smell got my dad super horny, or I don't know why she liked Red Door so much. But that was really her go-to scent. It's funny when I search for it on um, on Google. The first result is Elizabeth Arden's website. And then right below that is the section uh, people also ask. And it has like, you know, related questions about Red Door perfume. And uh, the question most people ask is, is Red Door an old lady perfume? If you have to ask, you already know the answer. Uh, I think my mom discovered the, this scent, I think, in the 90s. Maybe, like, my aunt or something was wearing it. And my mom was like, ooh, oh, I like that. Oh. You know how she talks. And uh, from that point on, it's all she would wear is Red Door. It's her signature stink. Maidstone Crown Court heard how the three had stashed 21 bottles of expensive perfume. I bet you Red Door was not included in there because you can buy Red Door, I think, at Walmart. Uh, 21 bottles of expensive perfume among four layers of skirts with special pockets which were worn over trousers. The three women admitted to two thefts from stores in Blue Water. They sat in the dock laughing and waving to family members in the public gallery but stood with their head bowed as the judge told them they were banned from the shopping center complex for the next two years. They were spotted in the Joe Malone store, which I guess is a high-end store over there in the UK, where they stashed three bottles. And they were seen in another store where they swiped another 18 bottles. They were tracked to a nearby bus station and arrested before they could flee. Each received jail sentences suspended for two years and were ordered to carry out 250 hours of community service. The court heard how over the years... One of the women had been questioned by police and had used 11 different aliases. The judge said, quote, you are clearly a regular shoplifter, but now that must stop. You said you had no intention of selling the perfume and that you are illiterate and you didn't know how valuable the perfume was. Don't forget the devil defense. That was also pretty good. Possessed by Satan. Uh, you had 12 of the 21 bottles and pockets in uh, your many layers of skirts you were clearly going to sell them for profit. All of these women have crazy fucking names that I could not pronounce. That's why I'm not even attempting to pronounce them. But the defense lawyer, Andrew Busfield, said that uh, one of the women claimed she took the perfume because she wanted a little bit of luxury in her life. You see, she's illiterate and didn't know how expensive it was. The judge replied to the lawyer, Yeah, I'm sure the 12 bottles that she was found with were for her personal use. All sarcastic and cuntily. I feel like maybe the women should have just leaned into the whole devil possession thing a little further. You know, talking as if Satan was inside of them. Hell smells awful. A little spritz on the demon's wrist would really class up the place. Some notes of lavender and rose water. Go a long way to mask the stink of burning flesh and feces or whatever the hell hell smells like. All right. Uh, final story we have for you today. A furious dog walker has slammed a farmer in a brutal passive aggressive note in a fight over keeping pets on leashes. The bizarre message to quote Mr. Micropenis was pinned to a gate and addressed to the farmer at Washland's Farm over there in Essex, again in the UK. 
The enraged note from the dog walker had been popped in a plastic folder and fixed to the gate with two green pins. Quote, clearly you have a small penis. That's why you're trying to be a big bully to the locals that like to walk on the public footpaths. Dogs do not have to be kept on a lead. I would suggest that you should be on one. Bitchy, bitchy. So, you know, I, I don't have a lot of backstory here. I'm guessing the farmer who owns the property or owns the nearby property was upset because um, people were walking on the footpath with their dogs um, and the dogs weren't on leashes. That pissed off the farmer. Maybe the dogs would run off near the farm and start messing with some of his animals. I don't know. Taking a stab in the dark here. Uh, the letter goes on to say, uh, as to the sign to, quote, keep out, you need to go back to school. Keeping out implies you are in something. I think you mean keep off. You place dog feces <laughs> on the dog. What? You place dog feces on the dog and wrote in pen some disgusting words. No thought to children walking through the gate. The farmer was throwing feces at dogs? That's not cool. Either that or there was an error in the note because she mentions a gate. Maybe he smeared feces on the gate. The defiant dog walker signed the message. Uh, well, Mr. Micropenis, we were here before you and we will not be going away. Apparently, someone had tied a load of dog turd bags to the gate and there was a note that said, take your shit home with you. Most people, I guess on social media, sided with the farmer. He said, you know what, bitch, you should be keeping your dog on a leash. One person wrote, what idiot doesn't appreciate the countryside code around dogs being on leads on farmland? I live in the countryside, and locally we have had so many sheep and lambs brutally killed by dogs this year. It's sickening. Another person said, not just an issue for farm livestock either. There are real problems with uh, wildlife being disturbed, killed, or nests destroyed by off-lead dogs. So many people seem to be completely ignorant of this. Whoever wrote this is an absolute idiot if they think it's acceptable to have their dog off lead on farmland or that making fun of penis size is humorous in the slightest. Well, they're wrong there. Not everyone agreed, though. Some think the farmer was in the wrong for not allowing people to use a public footpath using disgusting means. I guess spreading shit all over the place. Others took offense to the small penis insult. Mostly people with small penises, probably. The whole small penis shit is really wearing on me. I'm seeing it more and more. It's a playground insult that manages to survive up into adulthood. Having a small penis is already borderline socially unacceptable and a source of anxiety for men. And we reinforce it by using it as a catch-all insult. This is not the first time a passive-aggressive note has been left for a farmer. A furious neighbor slapped an angry note on a farmer's fence for unreasonable smells coming from his fertilized fields. The disgruntled writer, said to be new to the area, didn't understand the sights and smells of farmland. Uh, he complained that the smells from the natural chemicals would ruin his upcoming garden party. Dude, you need to go back to the city. You don't belong here, boy. All right, uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails. Get the hell out of here. All right, I love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media. You know how to find me, right? At distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Don't forget about our Discord. That's where all the freaks are hanging out. They post a lot of great stuff. 
lots of DV-worthy things. Sometimes I will uh, play them here on the show, but there's many things that I can't get to, so uh, check it out in the Discord. A lot of cool people over there and some assholes. Uh, all right, let's check in with some patrons, and then we'll do some uh, older, regular voicemails and call hey, it. Hey, uh, Hachi Machi, it's uh, Tyler Sorcerex. I hope you're having a great day, man. Tim's too polite to say this because you pay him, but you need to restrain yourself or show some level of restraint. Uh, I've heard from you almost every day for the last couple of months, which is much more than Cat Lady, and that is really saying something. So tone it down a little bit, man. With great power comes great responsibility. Tyler Soros Rex saying you got to simmer down with the calls. Hey, Tim, Haley's Comet calling up a few <laughs> sections from... Uh, Nikocado Avocados uh, OnlyFans have made it onto the Not Safe for Work section of the Discord. Oh. Uh, it was a while back. Yeah, I, like I said, I've seen one of them, or maybe two of them, that have been floating around on various subreddits, and I think uh, people posted them in the Discord as well. Uh, you don't want to see any of that. You you just you just don't. It it's uh, it was the most horrifying asshole i've yes i do remember that 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 asshole is tattooed ever seen in my, in my life. brain it's just no you, your instincts to not follow through on checking <laughs> that out are good instincts stick yeah. with those instincts all right thank you very much very much Haley's comment seems very concerned for my mental and emotional well-being Hi, Timothy James Henson. It's Unicorn Hamster. Hey, I sincerely apologize to that horrible voicemail. <laughs> you know, well, you sound much better today. I meant to message you. <laughs> I meant to message you and say, don't play that fucking shit. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, you know, I don't get offended. Whatever you do with uh, my voicemail, just uh, open up my wallet and I'm happy. Actually, I. I need to give you a raise, a raise, a raise between the legs. Now, just a raise, like <laughs> instead of five bucks, you know, I can, I can put in a couple more. Why not? So, Thank you. what I meant to talk about yesterday was I wanted to give an update on my balls. Um, so, this is very sad news, but apparently, uh, the doctor that I was seeing, the doctor that held my uncut penis and put the foreskin back when it was something Did she have a nervous breakdown after she saw you she, she's no longer employed at the hospital with my balls um she's, she's in this an assisted living center leaving the practice and going to california <laughs> you 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 drove her away i don't know um not happy about that so next time i see fucking diane trister uh whoops I shouldn't fucking be telling me. <laughs> I'm done here. Goodbye. <laughs> what the hell's going on with you? Scumhawk here, baby. Hey, Scumhawk. I know you've been getting uh, a lot of long-winded and uh, fucking shit boring voicemails lately, so uh, I'll keep this one short. Well, he certainly did keep it short. <laughs> Can't get much shorter than that. Not sure if he did that on purpose to be funny or if his phone crapped out, but either way, thank you. I appreciate that. Hi, Tim. It's the Zuki Pot. Long-time listener, like second or third-time caller. Hello. Anyway, I'm on my morning commute to work, and I'm listening to the show, as you do. 
I'm listening to the one from June 2nd, I believe. Wednesday. And the title of it, of course, is For Breathing a Rotting Corpse. But I'm looking at it on my Ford EcoSport screen, the monitor that I use to play stuff from my phone. Uh-huh. And I misread it as frisbeeing well, that would have been a better news story, I gotta say. Using a dead person's body as a frisbee. Oh, uh, I was very confused. Playing froth with it or whatever. But at the same time, not Big that golf. confused because I 100% believe that frisbeeing a rotting corpse would be something that you would play on the show. Yeah, one of these days, uh, we will read a news story where frisbee is being played uh, with a corpse. We will come full circle one day. Hey, what to do? Uh, I just ripped off somebody else. Anyways, uh, yeah, this is Aaron Satanis. Um, so, you know, honestly, sometimes I forget how fucking old you are. Thank you. Here you are ranting about fucking TikTok, about some, some filter on it where some chick is making herself out to look like a clown because she took a fucking creatine straight to the face. Like, literally, she's just calling herself a clown, and you're like, oh, this doesn't make any sense. Fuck, you're fucking old. I don't even understand this call. I don't know if it's because I'm old or because you don't know how to speak very well. <laughs> Maybe a little from column A, a little from column B. Hey, Timmy Boo, Thelonious Fingers here. I just wanted to let you know that one of my favorite parts of listening to your show in my car is the typos that you make. Uh, on chapters and titles. Oh, fuck you. Appear on my big screen on my dashboard. The, yeah. The thing is, there, there's no spell check on these uh, the, the chapter markers when I do them in uh, logic or whatever. Make me giggle like a little faggy schoolgirl. And I rarely go back and, and double check my work. Uh, also, your recent episode, Icelandic Pedophile Pop, <laughs> I thought meant something totally different. All right, man. <laughs> I love you. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Right, I think that's enough voicemails. Keep them coming, though. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Watch you guys email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-666-OH-GOD. Is it oh god Why am I holding on to my seat for, for what? Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Oh, and remember, tomorrow's podcast will be Sideshow exclusive. You want to hear it? You got to sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Friday to end the week. Until then, bye, everybody. See, in the old days, a man could just get sick and die, you know? Now, they have to wage a battle. <laughs> so, so my Uncle Bert is waging a, a courageous battle. <laughs> which I've seen, because I go and visit him, and this is the battle. He's lying in a hospital bed with a thing in his arm watching Matlock on the TV. <laughs> This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.